This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Marcel Somerville and Michael Payne on Fubar Radio. Fucking love that song. I love that song so much. It was a good. It was a good vibe setter. You oh know? my god, that's going to set the pace set. for the show. Do you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, it's going to be a happy show. I think energies. Yeah, the, the energy's good. That was back out rhythm and steel band with um, possibly my favourite song of the moment. Um, such a good song that I can't remember what it's called. Um, no, wait. <laughs> let me let me get, let me let me remember. Because I had like two pints before this show, so everything's escaping my memory. You gotta it's pluck called, it out, bro. It's called La Lack Love Lava Latinel Laventil Road March. That's okay. Yeah, Laventil Road March. It reminds me of um, Make the Road by Walking by Menahan Street Band. I'm beginning to get into a lot of like You're into the street band thing right now. Exactly, just music. You don't need lyrics the all the time. Pan, little still pan for the little bit of vibe and all that. Yeah, exactly. Mean. Bit of vibe. There's always a vibe there at <laughs> uh, Notting Hill Carnival, even without MCs. You know. Yeah. It's true. The it's steel, true. Pa- the steel pans just make. Uh, there's something about them. I think that's what Jamie XX realized when he started putting steel pans in everything. But uh, great I think you played it because it's celebrating the first day that it hasn't rained so far. Yeah, exactly. This Welcome. is pretty much summer now. Welcome to summer, guys. We don't want to jinx it. Personally, mm. I mean, there's, there's there's still potential. It could be sunshine right yeah. now. 15 minutes time it could be pouring but we are trying to uh, I think we should be trying to usher in the warmer months though because um, apparently with this COVID COVID-19 going around some scientists believe that summer will actually really almost essentially burn it burn it away because yeah. the kind of microbes apparently of a virus don't stick around um, past anything that's like in around the 4 or 5 I think degrees Celsius Oh, really? Yeah. Is that the case? So the warmer it is, the less likely they are to kind of um, fester, if you like, or, or, or thrive, should I say. But then also because people are outside longer, they're not cooped up in sort of confined environments, breathing on each other, coughing on each other, yeah. sneezing on each other. And um, so, yeah, if we can hold out till summer, we all live. It's, well, you know what? It doesn't matter <laughs> what the weather's like. The sunshine will be brought into your life today by our amazing lineup of guests. We yes, the exactly. Best. Way. Big segue. Big segue. Because we don't want to put too much uh, press on no. coronavirus because everyone's talking about coronavirus at the end, and I don't really want to mention no. it. Like, it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter where you go. This is this is your safe space away from it. Yeah, yeah for the yeah. next one hour and fifty-five minutes. Anyone who mentions it will get a fine. Oh, fine. Okay, cool. How much are we saying? I'm saying like a pound a time. All right. Okay. I was going to say fifty p because I'm not balling like that, but <laughs> a pound's cool. No, that's fine. I think uh, if anyone's listening to it on the green rooms, guests, just listen out. Do not mention the virus. Don't mention don't the virus. Don't mention, that word. don't mention the CV. You will be fined a pound um, to go towards the research into. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who are our guests today? Who are our guests today, uh, today Marcel? Do you know what? I'm gonna have to search for it because I'm searching. Searching. Do, 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 oh my yes. god, the vibes. We got Errol Reid from China Black. Legend. Legend in the game. That, was, that was one of my favourite songs when I was a kid. Bro, it still is. Still it is. it yeah, reminds yeah, me of when I was like however old that's I was when I was listening That's what I'm to saying. Like there there's certain moments that I get in the studio, yeah, when I when a guest walks in and I'm like, jeez. 
Yeah, my life. Let's take this flashback. In. You yeah. know right. what I mean? Bring me back. We to had it last week. Mask. Yeah, we had it last week. We had it. Like, Adamski. Adamski, last week mad. We had it. Right. We've had it with Rosala. We've had it when CC Peniston was on. Black Street. Blacks. Yeah. Donnell Jones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Craig David. Even though that yeah. was a, you know, we went oh, to interview him. Um, you, you, know, the, you mentioned the words Craig David the Julia. Julia Julia's appears in a seat. If you mention his name, she appears. The other big C. Oh jeez. We've also got Alison Limerick coming into the oh, studio. Wow. Where love lives, where, where love lives. lives. I down Yo, thing. if you don't yeah. know any of these songs, <laughs> listeners, I feel for you. I, I really feel like, do. I feel like our, our renditions aren't really matching up to what what the actual initial song was, though. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? I tried my best, but you're right. No, I think no, you need to fair. hear the uh, the OG version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We've also got Andre in the and Andre Andro Andro. 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 Sorry, there. Sorry, there, guys. Andro. In the studio, and we've got Lee Juggernaut. Yes, all in. But what we also have, because we've got uh, actually amazing lineup of guests, as always, over the next few weeks. But next week, Zebra Cats is coming in. Mm-hmm. And so we are giving away a pair of tickets to his gig. Tell us more, Marcel or so, Michael. <laughs> so basically, his show is on March the 26th, and it's at London Space 289. Mm-hmm. Basically, to win tickets to this show, you need to follow Fubar Radio on Twitter. And retweet the pin tweet, and just do you know what I mean? Just That's show all you got to do. That's Two clicks do. of a mouse, Very and you easy. could be seeing Zebra Cats at London Space Two Eight Nine on the 26th he is incredible he is the uh, song and the artist that we played uh, a few weeks ago on the show and Will who is assistant producer on the show said he was quite intimidated by that song and I think that's a good thing right? that's actually a good thing if, if Will's intimidated by something then yeah. it's really it's, it's had an impact on, on humanity well, talking about intimidation, uh, Michael Payne, I have it here on this bit of paper that you told a really old lady, not an old lady, a really, really old lady, old. that buses weren't stopping at a stop since there was no sign there, just a shelter and minor roadworks nearby. As she walked to the next stop, a 74 bus came, you had to run back and jump on it to avoid eye contact. I had to do that. I think that's just sort of everything. That's the whole story, isn't it? I tried to be helpful. Yeah. Like, I was walking down Fulham Palace Road and I saw this, uh, like I said, little old lady. Sorry, Re- no, really, no, old. Re- really, really old. Really old lady, lady yeah. What? Noticeably old. You okay. know, as in, you should you be getting the bus? Oh wow! Oh, really, wow. That's really knows. thank you for that. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I said, but I, I I I was sure I hadn't seen buses stopping at this stop for weeks, and you know my my theory was corroborated by the fact that there was no sign. You know, you there's just a shelter sometimes, right? But doesn't there have to be a sign at the bus stop that says the numbers of the buses that stop at that stop for you to think that's definitely a bus stop, yeah. right? There were roadworks nearby, so I you know, I I put two and two together and thought, yeah, this is definitely the, definitely the stop where buses aren't stopping. So so I, I I walked past the stop, but then I thought I'd share this information with this <laughs> old dear and um you know we had a conversation about it, and she's like, no, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, stopping. I'm like, no, nah. nah, nah, they're not. <laughs> walk to the previous stop or walk to the next stop. But trust me, man, like, I'm, I want the best for you, you know? You could be my gran, mm. you know? I want the best for you, apart from the fact that you're white. <laughs> you, could be my, you could be my nan. And uh, so she walked, she walked to the next stop, but as she was too far, she wasn't, like, quite halfway to the next stop, but she was way too far to be able to make it back I saw a 74 come and I'm like what to that bus stop to, I'm, I'm thinking please don't stop don't stop at this stop and the fucker slows down to a halt and people start getting off I'm not trying to walk past her after I've told that so you just got on the bus got anyway. on the bus and then did she meet you at the next stop no, she ain't making it to the next stop that's messed up bro well, I you know sh- you mean she's dead before she got to the next stop ah uh, come that's on that's what it sounds like she, she was that old it. 
Wow. She that's was that mad. old. You, that's I, I felt that's the worst I've ever felt. You Good. should feel bad, though. Good. I should, yeah, I still do. <laughs> I still do. I oh, want to get wow. her on the show for a public apology. Yeah. If anyone's nan was looking for the 74 yeah. bus and yeah. didn't make it home. If yeah. anyone came home complaining that a tall black guy basically g- gave them the wrong information about uh, their, their journey home, I'm sorry, that was me. <laughs> Well, Marcel, it says here that you got a pedicure with your girlfriend. I did get a pedicure with my girlfriend. We went to a shop, well, a, a, a nail, well basically, the nail salon mentioned my girl was like, hey, do you want to come in and get your nails done? Does Marcel want to get his nails done? I was like, I'm not going to get my nails done. I'm going to get a manicure. They were like, That's important, done. though. Do you get your nails done? No, but I think that, like, I, I try and keep them in as good nah, condition as I possibly talk, can. Talk. I feel like I do have some nice nails. You no, know you what do, mean? Like, to like, be like, fair. I make sure they're trimmed regularly. But I was like, you know what? I feel like my toes need some love. The feet. Like, because obviously some, you're walking around all day, you know You don't pay attention. You don't pay enough attention to feet. But people generally hate feet. They do. They do. But I quite like my feet. Like, they're they're not that bad looking. They're important as well. They get the job done. Do you wear a sandal in the summer? Do you know what? I don't wear a sandal. I wear a slider. Okay. 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 You know, I wear a slider so all of the toes are out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they, you're still young. Know I mean? You can still wear slides. Yeah, still representing. Mm. Still Give it about another f- 10 years. I'm gonna be You'll be in them Jesus creepers. You know, the, the, the ones with the little the, the strap over. Bear you know straps. I mean? you like, pull, how did they even make these? You know what I mean? Bear, bear brown and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> they're maxing my feet. Like, it's like, they oh. sound like shoes, but you, know you know look down. What the how can Why? I see your toes? Why am I wearing these? Why were I mean? you clicking all the way here? The little, the little strap around the back of the, yeah. uh, back, the, yeah. back of the ankle just to make sure Come they stay on. on. Grown you know man sandals, bruv. That's they do take about two days to put on. And, 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 and to get off. Wear a sock as well. When yeah, true. true. Sock wear socks just, just in case it's not hot enough, you might <laughs> want to wear a sock with it. Couple it with the handkerchief with the tied corners. Yeah, remember those? People don't, yeah. people don't wear those anymore. And the string vest. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, not, Cargo not shorts. Not Birkenstock for you then? Nah, nah, nah. I remember when Birkenstocks were actually like quite yeah. hot. Like kids yo. in my school were like, yo, I've got some Birkenstocks. They still are. They, they are. They still are. I don't feel like that is the case. Nah? Have you not seen some of the new the new models? Nah. Bro, I'm looking at a couple of them still. <laughs> they're, they're nice. Are they're not serious? open toe. The, the new ones are like, what, they've got like, this round. Like croc. Almost, yeah. Them ones. I like those ones, you know. You like Crocs? No, not Crocs. They're yo, not Crocs. Yo, they're yo, like a Birkenstock Michael Croc Payne hybrid. has just confirmed he you enjoys like Crocs. No, 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 no. Don't misquote me. Don't misquote me. I don't enjoy what Crocs. What colour do you like? I don't enjoy Crocs, right? What I do enjoy is Crocodile Dundee, the movie, and Birkenstocks that look a little bit like Crocs. As Birkenstocks. In Crocs. Yeah. Birkenstocks. Wow. Right. Yeah. I'm not feeling them. That's like not wearing jellies. No. What, jelly sandals? Do you remember them jelly sandals at school? I loved that jelly, oh, jelly sandals. Oh, mate. No. Yeah, when, when it, girls were wearing them. Ah. Apart from when it would get too hot and they'd slightly melt a bit as you're wearing them. <laughs> to your toes. <laughs> 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 You'd be some weird superhero. <laughs> no, plastic foot. Plastic foot. <laughs> jelly foot. It would just slightly stick to the pavement as you're walking. You know when it got so hot, yeah. the tar was really yeah. hot, and you think, I think my shoes are melting. <laughs> right. Um, that makes no. sense, actually. Okay. Yeah, that probably wasn't a very good idea, making no, PVC so. shoes. Take a backup pair, just in case your one's melted yeah, off your foot. Mm, well, real. last Friday, I went to go and see JPEG Matthew Peggy. And you survived. 
Um, it, yeah, I did. I stood near the back <laughs> at all times. <laughs> the Where's bar. the exit? Where's the exit? No, because at Earth, <laughs> the bars are on the sides. And so you'll have to, you kind of have to go into the crowd to go to the oh, bar. Oh, wow, that's intense. Um, and I looked on setlist.fm beforehand and I knew he was going to play about 19 songs. Mm, wow. And he did straight through. He spent uh, a large portion of his set in the crowd, crowd surfing, whilst never missing like, a vocal or anything. Uh, and during it, he did a little bit of a cover of No Scrubs. Did nice. a little, did a little bit okay. call, call Me Maybe, which he's done quite a lot uh, on his thing, which was amazing as well. And apparently he can't do it with a beat because he actually he has lost the beat that he did it to. And so now oh. he does it a cappella. But Why doesn't amazing. he just do it to the actual beat of the song? It's not his style, is it? Really? Yeah, that's a good not point. I can't style. imagine Kylie Rae Jepsen's that's, actual instrumental. That's got to be so annoying to actually lose the instrumental. Yeah. Mm. It didn't matter though, everybody was singing along to it. Um, it Fair. was amazing. It's a really nice venue, Earth, as well. It uh, is. Used to be the uh, FS Snooker Hall. Oh, okay, right. Well, um, I had never seen Peggy live before. I'm very glad I did because he was amazing. Like, from, he came on stage in one of those high vis, like he'd been doing a shift at the railway jacket, <laughs> um, and then was saying I was tired, and I thought it's probably just come off a shift. Uh, but then he flew it off. He's like bare chest for the whole gig, just like because he's got so much energy mm. jumping around. Fuck cross rail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so I thought uh, before we get our next guest in, we'll probably have to do a little double because um, this one's so short. But I thought. This this was one that really got the crowd going. Mm -hmm. uh, the crowd wanted him to play this song, and he described this person as the ultimate boner killer. So we are now going to listen to the soothing sounds of JPEG Mafia, Peggy, playing I Cannot Fucking Wait Until Morrissey Dies. Tom, Vard, Vard, Morrissey, yeah, bunch of timid white, who can't fuck with me. That was a very, very laid-back, trippy one by Prince Josh. Uh, that was Blood featuring L.A. Timpa and Eves Jarvis. I like the fact that there's a couple of Eves in the music industry now. Mm -hmm. Eves Tumor and Eves Jarvis. They're not leaving it to Saint Laurent to kind <laughs> of... Uh, to, 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 uh, and keeping Eves in the fashion world alone. I want to see more Eves and spelt Y-V-E-S mm. just to keep people on their toes as well. So they're saying, what, Yves? Yves. Um, we've got our first guest yes. of today's episode in, right? And we usually save the legends till to the end, to the latter, uh, to the latter half of the show at least, didn't it? You know what I mean? Because For one real. time we had um, Grim Sickers in straight after Black Street. Yeah, he couldn't yeah. believe it either. And he couldn't believe that. <laughs> he, he was like, "What a tough act to follow," you know. Um, but this time we've 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 got we've given all of the three next guests. The kind of uh, impossible task of being the tough act to follow by getting in no, none other than Errol from of China Black fame in, yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Hello, hello, hello. Errol Reed. It's such I'll a pleasure to myself. have you in. I'm no, you 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 should, mate. You should. <laughs> um, it's such a pleasure to have you in. We we all grew up on Searching, which is obviously the huge China Black song, and not just you know it, not. Growing, growing up on something is something that people kind of, I, I feel like it's a bit of a throwaway term, um, but it's such okay. a distinct part yeah. of all of our pasts, mm. I 100%. guess. You know? It was, well, it was one of those tunes that when it came out, everyone was like going, oh, cool, cool, cool. By the end of the summer, like, oh, I don't want to hear that tune. <laughs> 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 like, got so what, would you say that the reception as, as the songs, like, 
as the song the, would you say that the song was a grower or would you say it, it, it felt like an instant hit because I don't know the, oh, the sort of history grower. of Definitely yeah really and it was in the days when you could get into the well that song came into the national charts at 15 right mm -hmm. and then slowly crept up and then got into the top five stayed in the top five for about five weeks and then slowly crept out of the top 10 into the top 20 right so we were we were in the top 20 for about what three four five months yeah so that was like spring summer going into autumn where it was just around forever yeah it was a staple part of the day you know yeah, whether you listen to the radio the single itself the, the you know the compilations it was it did seem to be ubiquitous but it was so sick it was such uh, like do you know what like, the there we go that's the rendition this is all we wanted this is all we wanted searching Come on, do you know what? That was. Oh, that I never find. I can't. I can't. Did you ever find it? I'm so guessed right now. Did I ever find it? Yeah, man, I married her. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> a happy Magic. ending. Yeah. A so, happy so ending. So, so it was. You, Mrs. Reed, happy wife, happy life. So the song was. The song was genuinely about someone as well, which makes it even. Um, no, it was. It's. It's about searching for whatever you want in life. Yeah. Be spiritual, physical, material. It's whatever you're looking for. So it was quite open. Yeah. I even had people like ringing from prison. I remember doing radio interviews and people were calling us from prison and stuff like that. So mm. this record has really helped me get through my time. About yeah. That's when you know you've really made an impact. Yeah. 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 People are banging on their doors to your tune. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, I didn't know it was that deep. Well, <laughs> boy, if it's touching you that way. Yeah. When you write a tune, you don't know how it's going to be accepted. Yeah. yeah. That's is, it, this is true. And when it goes right across the board and people are accepting it in all areas and, and in different languages, it did really well in France, South Africa, Australia. Right. So how did you how did you meet the other half of China Black? Um I met Simon through do you remember a jazz guitarist um called Ronnie Jordan? No. He did a song uh So What by Miles Davis. But he did a guitar version, which again went top ten. So um, I was looking for someone to work with because I'm originally from the whole sound system era in Birmingham. So I did the whole sound system thing, um, played against like Maxi Priest, yeah. Smiley Culture, Tipper Irie. We we all were up there challenging each other with dub plates and ain't no sound better than this your sound, yes. you know, and doing all that kind of stuff. And then I came to London um, looking for someone to work with. And um, my sister's best friend is a girl called Faye Simpson from a band called New Colours. Right. Yeah, if you remember New Colours. Yep. And that whole church culture. So uh -huh. Faye was like, look, my brother knows this guy um, that's looking for a female vocalist. But your voice is quite high, in it? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up working with him. At the time, Ronnie was working with this new kid on the block that was doing his album called Omar. Ooh, so it's like going to does he need BB? He said, no, this kid does everything himself, man. Trust me. I'm yeah. like, no, no, all right, all right. He said, but there's this Chinese guy that's looking for a girl, but I think you could do it. So I went in, did the audition. He's like, yeah, your voice is high, isn't it? So next thing I know, sang Searching, but I said, you know what? We need to do this in reggae. I was going to say, did the kind of sound system culture really inform the sound of Searching? Because it's uh, a distinct reggae sound. Yeah. Well, the, origi well, the original version sounded so like something that Jazzy B would do from Soul to Soul. If yeah. you remember the Akai sampler, the yeah. Akai 1000, or I think it was at the 900 and then you had the 1000. Um, I, th I think even Michael Jackson used it with, um, tell me that it's human nature. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. those sample beats and like Jazzy B used to use 
the Akai as well for, for the samples. So when we did searching, it sounded very similar to something that Soul to Soul would do. And I went, look, I know that a reggae man will hear that, do a version of it, it will go out there, it will get rinsed on Jetstar and all the rest of it, and we will not see a, a penny. penny. Yeah, so Station you FM. Rock. You, you know what I'm Stuff saying? Stuff like that, yeah, yeah I'm, absolutely. So thought, let's do our own version so that at least we're covering all our bases. That's such so, a good idea. So I spoke to my, um, a guy called Woolly Gun up in Birmingham. He said, yeah, yeah, my cousin's doing something now with a guy called Ronnie Jordan. I went, stop it. Well, Ronnie's the one that hooked me up because Woolly was working with Ronnie. Right. Because Woolly does beats. He came, took the reels in the days of reel to reels, took the reels, did the reggae, re- reggae, reggae mix. It's called reggae now. Reggae. You just <laughs> recoined the term. But no, you know what? I've been to a nightclub. You, you got the, we don't want that pop version. You've got the reggae version, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you don't want that pop crap. you got the reggae version. Reggae, reggae version. <laughs> but um, yeah, long as he did the mix, went out through Jetstar. Went, it was number one for about, I remember Roddy can tell me it was like number one for about three, four months. Yeah. It was in the top. It's not surprising. Months. It was in the top 10 for about a year in the reggae charts. And like, I'm like going, I was so busy running around promoing and all the rest of it that you don't, you don't get mm. the history of what you're doing at the time because you're in the eye of the storm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then when it was number one for so long and in the top 10 for so long, that's when all the majors, Warners, Polygram, which is Poly, Polydor, Polygram, yeah, right. and them lot came out, which is now Universal. Mm-hmm. They all started coming at us. RCA all started coming at us, and we ended up going with Polydor. Yeah, Wildcard. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, fast forward now, it's that there, you know, there, there is no more um, China Black, if I'm not mistaken. Is, um, is there, uh, well, funny you should say. That. Okay. Have <laughs> I just stumbled across something? You just stumbled across something, football Scoop. listeners. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah, um, I've, I'm bringing China, the brand back this yes. year. But as About me, time. As me. <laughs> so I'm currently working on a new reggae project. Mm-hmm. Um, doing stuff with a guy called Livingston Brown that does stuff with Maxi Priest and all yeah. the rest of it. I'm working with another, another mm-hmm. like proper yeah. institution in, in sort of 90s. 90s reggae. reggae I yeah. just want to get close to you. Shoot. And do all the things <laughs> you want me to. Oh, hey, I, mate, you know, oh, God. As what? Don't yeah. turn around. Oh, those songs, they all fit in that. Like I said, that part of my. I remember that I bought a compilation. That was an era, though, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and literally. you know what? Absolutely. I think, I think it's coming back because if Pharrell's working with Budget Banton, which is that's rumored on the streets. No, but then that's, that won't be the first time. Because. For, no, no, sorry. I'm talking about Beanie Man. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Don't yeah. don't worry about that. Yeah, that was Beanie Man and Maya, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, what was the, the last thing I heard was that um, Rihanna was trying to get Shaggy to do something one of her tracks so she's coming with apparently she's coming with a reggae album okay but she was asking Shaggy to audition and Shaggy's like you need to go and Google me man Shaggy don't audition oh amazing <laughs> wow. I love that he probably said it he called himself Shaggy as well third person all the way <laughs> third person all the way the Shaggy never the Shaggy <laughs> mad but it really is an incredible um you know it really is it really has been an incredible journey uh as china black but you've got solo stuff um oh god i've been because i get people coming to like you still do music because i used to be a town planner i went to britain barnet council right and when china black took off to go and do top of the pops i'd book annual leave because i didn't want no one to know my business amazing (laughs) so i'd book the wednesday off go to um, up in uh, where is it Hendon or wherever it is they do it um, go and do Top of the Pops 
back to come work. back to work on Thursday. Then it'd be shown Thursday night. <laughs> That's brilliant. Were they how, how long were they sort of none the wiser for? When did, um, when did people start to cotton on? It wasn't too long. It can't once, have they, been. once they cottoned on, then it was like okay, because people have started work waiting outside for me to come into the building to get right. autographs or asking for me to come to the reception. The days of autographs as well. Jesus, yeah. couldn't I get a selfie. To, I refused to. I thought until I see the green, I'm still working. <laughs> true. This is true. And how, how sort but in, in, in those days, how long did it take for you to see any kind of financial reward for for a hit? Um, well it depends I suppose it depends on the deal that you did. We did we did a deal which was such where it the rewards were straight away. Yeah. Because we didn't take a massive advance or anything like that. Right. It was all about just put, putting money to promoting the record and the rest of it. Yeah, because of, uh, of course you'd already made a hit, hadn't you, mm. technically on the yeah. on w- w- independently. Exactly. And then the majors came, and then once the majors came, it was like, right, I need to leave work. Yeah. And bro- luckily enough, Brent gave me a six-month sabbatical to work out whether I wanted to be a pop star or uh, come back and be a town planner. That's cool. Well, that's it, was good. Good. it was good PR for them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was great PR. They're not even the showing PR any buildings anymore. Great. They're not even showing me, they're just showing your face. <laughs> well, the PR for them at the time wasn't great, so it was great PR for them. Mm. Because they had a lot of negative stuff, like the Jasmine Beckford case and McGoldrick, and then there was, it was like, okay, we've got something positive over here. Let's use Errol. I'm like, yeah. And plus, I had a, I, I, I was in the age when they paid for you to get your degree. So I was right. Because like, when I came from Birmingham to London, they were like, going, yeah, you want to be a town planner, but we're going to send you to Southbank Uni. Um, all you need to do is turn up and study. We'll pay for your food, your books, your travel. I'm like, you're going to pay for that. I'm in. Mm. So I went and did it. It's not. I don't think it's around anymore. So I got my degree in town planning, courtesy of Brent. But then when the pop career took off, it was like, shit, I gotta pay this money back. <laughs> well, you speak positive about us, and you won't have to pay anything. Back. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man. Yeah, that's a good deal. I can do that. Fair. But <laughs> you st- you stayed busy in music though as well, haven't you? You haven't really yeah. needed to fall back on your degree, so to speak. Have no, you? I I was fortunate. Towards the end of the nineties, I ended up working with a guy called Alistair Whitehead, another kid called me, Michaela Chiaverini that did a lot of stuff with Seal Okay. and on that journey I met a young kid about 20 years ago now called Axwell so I hooked up with Axwell um, we wrote a song called Feel the Vibe um, that song blew up mm-hmm. in the dance world and it was a world I understood because it reminded me of the reggae world yeah. it was all about at the time it was all about white labels and people like you know just going around with your 12 inches and stuff like because it was still records mm. and I completely got it because I'm like yeah man this is my world I'm from that and then as soon as house music started to take off and become popular, and then I remember doing Field of Vibe, that taking off, and then we wanted to recreate the, ma- the magic, so I ended up back in Stockholm doing another song called Nothing But Love mm-hmm. with Axwell. And then we all went out for dinner, me, him and his two other mates, and they said, what do you think of the name Swedish House Mafia? And Amazing. I'm like going, why? Because he's Swedish, we love house music, and we're like Italians, so Swedish House Mafia. I went, no, I get it. I was in a band <laughs> where the guy was Chinese, I'm black. China Black so mm. there's a meaning in the name yeah. little did I know it was going to blow up to the level of who's going to save the world yeah for real don't you worry <laughs> and all of them having their own massive solo oh, careers yeah. as well exactly. like, like you said Axwell is a massive name in dance mm. by himself oh, big time. let alone as a uh, part of a Swedish yeah, did, did, did they split up but did they get back together I think they got back together last sure they year s- yeah. yeah they're doing yeah, massive I shows. think they were doing shows they were doing shows yeah the, the first the first kind of the first reunion check came in they were like guys <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they were too big to split up just now I think you know um, so um, sort of down the line you've also um, like, like I said having your fingers in many pies you've you've signed an, an artist to uh, a publishing company through your pub through your production company right oh we well that was a while ago Linda are you on about Linda we did yeah. sign her to Universal Republic mm. in New York but that's since dissolved oh wow that's right. That's that's the yeah. game, man. Is as they do. You know the you know the runners. They chuck them at the wall, and what sticks they run with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's uh, definitely symptomatic of the music industry. Oh, I guess. Time. I think it's. I, I I guess it's a necessary evil, isn't it? You know, you've got. It to is. Run with not it. not everyone's gonna. Um, it's like anything. As long as you realize you're a product, and mm. you don't take it personally, because yeah. this is a game where you wear your heart on your sleeve, and sometimes yeah. people say stuff about your music where you poured your heart and soul into, yeah, and and it cuts. But you have to understand that everyone's got different tastes, very likes, true. And you're like a box of cornflakes, a can of beans, and if you go past your sell-by date, yep. As far as the executives are concerned, then what do you do? You take yeah. it off the shelf and you put the fresh product. Yeah, out. you're literally a commodity. Yeah, so you have to rebrand yourself. You just suck it up and rebrand yourself and get back out there. Yeah. Well, um, we, without further ado, I really want to hear Searching. I just, <laughs> we, we, oh, we I really want to get bro. nostalgic. You know what? Don't, don't, don't guess me. I want to get nostalgic. Me, and uh, But I also want you to do us the honour of introducing it for us. Will you come a little tune for each and every one out there in Full Bar Radio Land? It's a tune called Searching by the band called China Black. Yo. That sent me back, man. We were, we were literally just talking about our memories of this song and uh, some some being a bit more pleasant than others, I guess, because <laughs> I was talking about, like, getting ready for school in the morning, primary school at that. Yeah. You know, my, my, my dad driving my mum to work <laughs> and uh, <laughs> listening to this when, when, when you used to warm milk in a saucepan for your breakfast before microwaves. I, I still do it. You get me? <laughs> oh, mate. That's the I still do it. I got, the missus got rid of the microwave. She went, no, nah, we can't be eating all this microwave. Stab, stab. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, get rid I of hear it. that. <laughs> but this this this, this song reminds me of milk and saucepans. Yeah, we you know what I mean. Porridge. Yeah, with your wheat mix <laughs> exactly yeah. in the morning. But, but obviously, with the song having the trajectory it had from the underground to the overground, you had been singing this song for six years before the world oh, had even heard exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, I've been singing it for years. So mm. by the time it came out in the pop charts, I'm already kind of like I'm over it. This Next again. June, <laughs> But then you get through that phase and then you start to appreciate. Absolutely. I think it rubs off on you. When you realise how much people love something, I think you start to love it even more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because as, as on Saturday. Saturday just gone, I was singing it. It's an earworm, man. Where, where are we now? What, 26 years later? Yeah. Oh, oh wait, this is what I was going to ask you as well, because we had, uh, we had Adamski, the, um, you know, obviously the, the creator of Killer with Seal so on last week. Exactly. One of the biggest true. songs ever, right? They, they're doing a reissue, uh, an anniversary reissue of the song, but in uh, different styles. So they've got like uh, Boy George to cover uh, it once, and they're, they're, they're putting out. He's mm. putting out an EP. Is Trevor Horn involved? Or? No, I don't he's think not so. On this occasion, Adrian oh. Sherwood is, and um, yeah. Mickey Blanco and okay. Nina Hagen, and like tons of people are involved right. with yeah. it. Yeah. So can okay. we see maybe in an anniversary year a reissue of Searching? I w- I'm definitely considering it. 
Please do. I'm, I'm do definitely it. considering. It's like, where would, if China Black was coming out today, mm. what would it sound like? What would China Black sound like? Right. And, you know what I mean? The yeah. vibe and what, where is reggae music now? Because mm. I, I kind of fell out of love with reggae when it started to get quite um, derogatory about females and stuff like that. I thought, I've got a mom and three sisters. Yeah. I can't be singing all that nastiness. Yeah. So that's not for me. So I... That's when I sort of slid a little bit away from reggae mm. because I was trying to push my wares and it was all that soulful, yeah. heartfelt reggae stuff and people just didn't want to hear it. Mm. Yeah. Hence why I slowly slipped into vocal house and working with all these different artists. Yeah, and there'll always be love in certain genres, won't there? Yeah. There'll always be pure love and I guess, yeah, you're right. If, 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 if your brand of reggae was the kind of mode at one point and then you kind of have to look towards like you know, lovers rock or something, and 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 know that maybe the you know the 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 sort of young people aren't listening to it as much yeah. as the old people because lovers rock, man. You'll you'll hear that in any yeah, West Indian real. takeaway I'm shop so on a Sunday sorry. afternoon. <laughs> you know them tuning. You can't you you can't deny the power of those songs, but it's you're true. right. Sometimes um, more brash sort of as you said derogatory yeah. music will Give find its way. Give me the tea. To the <laughs> sugar. Give me the sugar. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That ain't me, bro. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Like, that is the, juk, yeah, you know what I mean? Nah, it's true, it's true. Yeah, it's not me. But you know, the thing is now, like, like the way that the industry is now with the streaming and being able to release your own stuff however you want to release it, like, you've got, like, the opportunities there because, like, true. Spotify now, they've got a reggae playlist which will be oh, for that Christmas sort of thing. You know what I yeah, mean? So, yeah. like, no, trust me, yeah. Getting it out That's what I do love about Spotify. Yeah, they've, they've found a way to kind of not necessarily archive stuff because it's all an archive, I guess, but yeah. file stuff so that you can go and look for it if you want mm. to know oh, yeah. the you know the, the beautiful British reggae songs that were coming out in the nineties. Mm. You know, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Um, we got a game to uh, to celebrate your uh, your appearance on the show, and Natalie's going to tell you about it. Well, Errol, is it snog marrying a void? How did you know? You've heard the show yeah. before. Um, China Black. I've got a song called Stars which I love very much. And we'll be playing it next. That is the one. So I'm going to play you two clips of artists, and I want to know who has had the most YouTube views. The person you think has had the highest has the biggest stars. Right. And normally I have some method to it. Today I just thought I'd just put my iPod on shuffle and came up, just picked songs that came up on my iPod. So that's the, that's the basis of this one, okay? We'll give you a flavour of what I'm listening to. So how many in a bonus? Of course there's five in a bonus. So what's the premise again? So who's so had the which most... one of these two have the higher YouTube views for this particular song and video? Okay? A. Oh, you're not Let me start it first. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you're right all the way through. it be like, wow, I don't know, how did you know this? This is very good. It's a okay. lottery day today. Let's start. I'm, right, I'm doing a lottery as soon as I leave it. If you <laughs> win this game, go and do it. But let's start with number one. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me You're going to go for DMX or you're going to go for Nelly? Write down DMX or Nelly. Write it down. Do not let Marcel see your bit of paper. Is he a cheat? Not for me to say, but several guests have said it, so yes. (laughs) Uh, What do you mean? They cheat off me. I put Belly. Don't don't say it. Write it down. Don't say it out loud. That's a great film. (laughs) Were you talking about the film, Belly, Belly. with DMX? 
Belly. Yeah, have you never seen no, Belly? No, I haven't, no. Oh, Belly's sick. Write it down now. No, I'm I'm yeah. yeah Method Man. Okay. No, but I would like to watch that. Um, okay. Great film. It's really good. Hype Williams yeah, on, he's on directing. Oh, okay. Duties, yeah. I didn't know that he'd done films Yeah, I think that's well. his only yeah, film. That's the only one he'd done. Oh, okay, right, right. So I remember him from the Missy videos. Uh, right, so we've got something down. You've got DMX and you've got Nelly, right? So let's move on to number two. Say they say for the plot. Oh, is it Scepter or is it Prince? Sign of the Times or Ain't Safe? Which of those music videos has had a higher YouTube views? Obviously, Prince has been around. Big tune. Exactly. But is it Scepter or is it Prince? Write it down. You all got something? Yeah. Okay, we're moving on to number three. Cypress Hill or Bronski Beat? Who do you think I'd hire you? I ain't going out like uh, that or Small Town Boy? It's tough. This is a tough game. I'm going to do more of my iPod shuffles on the show, I think. Just <laughs> random songs together. Ooh, I feel like I'm losing this one today. I'm, I'm just writing what I like. Yeah, me okay, too. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you have all have something for that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's number four. I think of you. Sixto Rodriguez. And think of you. That's a nice tune. Very nice tune, yeah, very nice. Very nice tune as well. Wow. Very lot of things on my iPod. Different genres. Amadeus, Amadeus. Falco. Falco. Falco or Rodriguez? I think of you. Now, remember Rodriguez, the documentary came out. A lot of people were watching his videos. But equally, I watch Falco about a million times a day, that video, myself. So I'd have bumped up the views. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? Deliberately. So you win. It's on loop at my house. If I leave. <laughs> <laughs> we all have something. Is he wearing chaps and stuff in that video? I'm Falco? I can't remember what he wears. I feel like he wears a leather glove. But maybe I just want that to be the case. Sounds like someone who'd wear chaps. Yeah, exactly. Someone who'd wear one leather glove. Just the one. Definitely wear chaps. Hi, my name is Falco. (laughs) (laughs) Do you all have something for that? Yeah. Okay, let's go for number five. I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler. Trying to do it the hard way. Otis, inspiration, information. Who's got the higher views? I'm a hustler. I think I'm ready for some answers, okay? No, um, let's start with number now. one. Errol, DMX or Nelly? Uh, what did I you go for? I went for Nelly. Nelly? And Marcel, who did you go uh, for? DMX. DMX? I went for Nelly. Uh, my, my point for Marcel, I was DMX. Oh, how did you get oh, that right? What do you mean? It's the answer, DMX. The but right. it's also Manny Furtado with Manny. That was a huge she song. She got 83 DMX. million views of that video. Dun, 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 dun. No, no, this is another song. What? what? You're, you're talking about... Um, what, what video um, was it? First we go on a rock, then we go on a roll. What song was it? But this was... Um, um, y'all gonna Party make up. me lose my... Um, yeah. Party Up. Party Up is like literally the song that gets played in every single club. Okay, like, well, yeah, that it's, had it's 99 million one. views. 99 wow. million views of that video. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, did you have Skepta or did you have Prince? Skepta. 
Skepta you went for. Prince. Prince, who did Skeppy. you go for? Uh, you should have gone for Skeppy. That is correct. He what? has I'm got doing a lot 7.9 million views that video. <laughs> Prince has 2.9 million, which seems low for Sign of the Times, really, doesn't I it? I guess, yeah, yeah but it's not pass. one of Prince's bigger... Songs. Yeah, it's not one of his bigger tunes. Okay. It's not like Purple Rain or something like exactly. that. Exactly. True, so, true, but... Rodriguez or Falco? Oh, no, let's go for that. Cypress Cyp- Hill or Bronski Beat? Who did you go for? I went for Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill, yeah. I went for Bronski Beat. Bronski Beat. Who did you go for, uh, Michael Cypress Hill. You should have gone for Bronski Beat. Oh, what is Three in a row for Marcel here. 15 million views of that. Cypress Hill, 9.2 million views. Wait, Marcel's got three in a row? Yeah, yeah. he's got all three, isn't he? Run away, oh. run yeah. He's running away with it. <laughs> um, did you go for Rodriguez? <laughs> Rodriguez or Falco? I went for Falco. Okay. Marcel. Falco. Falco. You were all right to go for Falco. Yes, that is absolutely correct. <laughs> what would have gone to Sugarman straight away? 47 million. 47 million. Wrong. That's got 5.2 million for Rodriguez. Sugarman. Yeah, Falco. Uh, oh, right. 47 million. Um, Kano or Shuggy? Who did you go for? I went for Kano. Kano? I went for Kano. Kano. Should have gone for Shuggy. Um, uh. Kano, 282K. Shuggy, 319K. Hmm. 282K, that it? Yeah. It's from wow. an earlier album, it wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was from so, 140 grams. One yeah, out of five. Correct. Al, you have one. Michael Payne, you have two. Marcel, you got straight up five. <laughs> but um, don't worry, because winner takes all. No, he's got four. Did he get four? I, got, he get four. Wrong? I got four. I got Kano wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah but you all get Brooklyn. Of course you did. Four. Sorry, four. He's Brooklyn. That's not one, though. I think he should lose a point for Brooklyn. No, I can't count because it even has got four on my bit of paper. Them's the rules, bro. You lose a point for Brooklyn. Marcel, you've got three. I have to say, the paper's positioned in such a way that you could see it. No, look at my screen. But the thing is, that would be probably Natalie's fault, though. Because I've said to Natalie, come and look at my view. Come and look at my view. Yeah, but you got X-ray vision, bro. <laughs> yeah, there you okay. go. Well, anyway, so we've, got, we've got Kent to get the bonus. <laughs> or Doc, uh, winner sorry, takes Doc all. Kent. I do hear Natalie and Marcel <laughs> whispering before Doc. the show. Yeah, we do, yeah. <laughs> um, so, winner takes all for this one. So, Marcel okay. technically wins, but, you know, could be a loser. We don't know in this one. Oh, like so, this, this is the final one, the bonus, okay? Write it down, don't show it to anybody, and then show me what you have on your bit of paper. So, finally, we have... Tune. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so is it uh, Blondie, Atomic, or KLF, What Time Is Love? What do you think has had the higher views on the video? No, no, I no, want no, everyone no, to be a winner, really. Show me what you got. Okay, Errol, show me what you got. Huh? Everyone's a winner today! Six million views big, for that. Big, 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 big. How, much, how much did KLF get? Uh, 1.5 million. Yeah, because yeah, their can biggest I, tune would have been 3am, isn't it? 3am, Justified Ancient. As I'm the guest, can I be the honorary winner winner? No, we all win. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah fine, on. okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking it. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Exactly. Um, mate, thank you so, so much for um, for coming in to join pleasure. us. It's it been fun. a real, real nice trip down memory lane. But um, but at the same time, like let people know exactly where they can find you to find out what's going to be going on in the future because there's tons of stuff coming up, isn't there? Oh, there's, I'm doing festivals as, as China Black. Amazing. I'm doing stuff. Well, right now I'm supposed to be in Thailand and Doha, but because of the whole... Don't, don't say don't the word. Don't say it. I know, he We nearly got I a pan. I was listening mm. in the green room. We nearly got a pan. 33p each, you know. <laughs> I was told 
told if I fly out there, two weeks quarantine. I'm like, what? Nah. And then when I come back, I went, I'm not spending a month just watching TV. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Do that at so, home. So, yeah, um, you can find me on the usual socials, Errol Reed on Facebook, Errol Reed on Instagram, Errol Reed on Twitter, China Black on Facebook, mm-hmm. China Black on Instagram and all the rest of it. Um, I'm doing Happy Days Festival where I'm, I'm going on just before the Jacksons. Um, God, I'm doing loads of stuff coming up. I'm doing stuff with uh, not the sugar, not no, it's not the sugar babes. Finally found what I'm looking Bunnies, for. Honey, honey, yeah. Whoa, <gasps> whoa. The, whole, the whole whole 90s thing going on oh in Leicester. Um, coming up, doing that as China Black, yeah, the yeah, massive yeah. 90s thing. So um, there's a few things coming up. Sick. Very Sick. much looking forward to all of that stuff. As long stuff, as we man. can get public ga- gatherings um, happening. This is true. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Can't let one beer stop that, can we? One no. beer. <laughs> Can't let a Mexican beer stop that. No. Um, no. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that Mexican beer. <laughs> but thank you so much once again for coming through to join us. Uh, oh, Errol Reed, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're going to get into a song now. When we come back, we've still got three more guests yes. uh, to come. But I want to tell you about another coincidence. That was The Massive Stars by China Black. Errol Reed just joined us in the studio. Cheers. And um, I was saying to him, actually, that we, we usually save the, the legends until sort of the latter half of the show or even until, until last. And then I said to him that we'd given all the other guests the kind of uh, pressure of being the, uh, the, the acts after the tough act to follow. But we've only gone and followed him up with another fucking legend, haven't we? <gasps> there we go. We've only gone and done that. <laughs> For the first time ever. Another leg end, exactly. Another foot. Gonna follow it up with with an ankle. (laughs) Or a knee or elbow or something. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Alison Limerick. Thank you, boys. Thank How you. How are you doing? I'm doing super well. Thank you. Yeah, you. And you? Yeah, very well. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Actually, how's everyone doing? Alison, yeah, good. Good. Yeah, good. 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 Everyone's doing fine, Alison. Good. <laughs> and you, you're, uh, you're, you're um, currently turning your attention from being a, uh, a, a dance music superstar to, uh, to, to the stage. Yeah, well, kind of. I mean, I still do that. I'm, I would love to think that I was a dance music superstar. No, you do that. You are, you are. But um, tomorrow, I'm going to be on a very much smaller stage uh, with my partner in crime, Melinda Hughes, and mm-hmm. we're doing something very low-key, very um, acoustic, piano, uh, bass, drums, great trumpeter, mm-hmm. and just singing songs that we love. And how do you prefer, what, what, what sort of, what do you prefer having been, you know, in, having been, I, I'd assume, doing PAs for decades Forever. now, like, you know. Still, yeah. Um, what sort of setting do you prefer, the kind of acoustic, laid back, low key, or the big clubs, big stages, festivals? Oh, you cannot choose that. I want them both. I want yeah. it. I want <laughs> it. All. Um, and I want it right I, now. I love the big clubs. I love doing the weekenders. I love doing the festivals. Mm. But there's something very special about standing in a club where the people are an arm's reach away from you. Mm. And there's just you and you're very exposed and you 
uh, you are singing almost just to one person at a time. Yeah. And that is lovely, and the pressure's on because you have to you have to see everybody. Yeah. They expect you to see them in a big club where there's thousands of people. You can't see them anyway because the lights are in your face. Mm-hmm. But in a club like Zadell, which is is tiny. Mm-hmm. By comparison, you can see everybody, and they want you to see them. And yeah. you have to work very hard to pull them into your show. Mm. Um, and I love doing that. I mean, I started in theatre. I yeah, came of to course. Dance. Yeah. So I'm kind of I've gone full circle. I'm going. I'm spiralling out of control. <laughs> um, so it's it's lovely. It's lovely to do it, and it's lovely to sing standards. And Melinda's got me singing classical music. Uh, I'm doing things that I wouldn't normally get to do. So this right. is just a joy. And was it by chance then that you entered into the world of dance music, would you say? Um, yeah, uh, it was. Uh, Lattie Cronland, who wrote, who wrote Where Love Lives, mm-hmm. saw me. I was doing something almost as eclectic as what I'm doing tomorrow. Right. But I was, it was at the ICA. It was actually a fashion show, and I was dressed uh, by people like Judy Blame. Right. Very weird and wonderful uh, jewellery and and uh, outfits and he Lattie saw me sitting on a swing singing God Bless the Child right and he decided he wanted to work with me um, and pursued me um, persuaded me to, to work with him and eventually some two years later after we'd, we'd worked on two or three or four other songs he wrote Where Love Lives and that is what launched me into the dance world yeah so it was a yeah, it was a surprise. Yeah, that it had legs. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's been a, a huge hit mm. uh, and a, a timeless one at that. Yeah. We, we were singing along to it just last week with uh, Adamski. Mm. Oh no, really? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Like I said, we're getting the legends in, you know. Just a little <laughs> name drop. That's just a. That's just a little. You know, you know Adamski yeah, was in it last week. We're just flexing now. We're just yeah, flexing man. now. Yeah. And so, so you, do you feel like you've you've ha- had a bit of a return home? Then I guess being being back on a kind of a, a smaller theatre esque stage. I I've always had a toe in that world. Mm. People haven't always noticed, but I, I will happily go around the world doing my tune mm. um, and, and sit on big stages very happily with other great performers. And then I'll be in the studio working on... I mean, I've, I'm, I'm actually working with three bands right now. Mm-hmm. So not only am I doing the Diva to Diva thing, I'm, I'm in a band called the Brooklyn Funk Essentials, mm-hmm. which is playing 70s funk. Nice. Um, I've also got my own jazz band. So I, I've always done that. I've mm. always tried to, to, to balance the, the big singing to a backing track thing to, with intimate live. Yeah. I love the live. I mean, I, I, I love singing with the backing track. I love singing those songs. And I'm going to be singing Where Love Lives with an orchestra in the summer. Yay! Wow. Um, so... Any way I can get on a stage, and I'm just a, a theatre tart, really. Yeah. <laughs> you put me on a stage, I'm happy. And what's the uh, what, what's your favourite sort of theatre production of of all time? Would you say? Oh no, you can't ask me that. Mine's Bodger and Badger. Bodger. Saw that Sorry. in Hackney Empire what? when I was a kid. Great. What did you? Yeah. I used to live around the corner from Hackney Empire, so I've seen a lot of stuff there. Um, live? Do you mean live? Theatre, yeah, just just anything would be it a musical, a play, oh, oh, no, oh, no. but even a burlesque performance, oh, no. literally anything. There's too much. Mm. I, I go out to the theatre a lot. I've seen everything from burlesque 
to uh, opera to I saw an amazing performance of Cesare uh, at Glyndebourne once right which blew me away I don't see a lot of of classical operas um, I've seen a few but but that it had countertenors in which is guys and I think there were three in the company and they just stunned me that what guys could do with their voices yeah um, yeah so that was that was pretty good it's nice that you mentioned operas actually because I watch a, I've been session um, a lot of mastermind yeah. at the moment mm-hmm. and I find that and I complained about this a couple of weeks ago you maybe did, that during the general knowledge round they yeah. love to ask questions about opera and uh-huh. I'm like when did that become general knowledge you can't go down the pub and go yeah did you see like Madam Butterfly <laughs> no, last can't. night no although it's because all, 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 all everybody including Pete Tong are using classical orchestras True. in their music now yeah and it's 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 causing people to ask questions about where what, its roots and what what else are them string players doing yeah. when they when they're, not, <laughs> when they're not banging out house tunes. <laughs> um, uh, and my ex was a dancer, so and he did a lot of opera, he did a lot of ballet, right? He did a lot of contemporary dance, so I. I got in free to a lot of places. Nice. So I've, uh, you know, uh, Royal Albert Hall and, and Sadler's Wells and um, Covent Garden. So mm-hmm. I've seen some really lush performances I envy you. by amazing. I've, I've been very, very lucky. Yeah. I always feel like I'm going to have to spend about a grand and get a tux on top of that to go see the <laughs> You don't see, yeah. The, the and then binoculars <laughs> with, on the stick. I've got to, you've got to get a pair of binoculars on a stick for the opera. <laughs> no, no, you, you can see pretty well, even in the gods. Fair. Um, but yeah, it's worth going. Yeah, no. Don't I, do anything tricky and difficult. Don't do Wagner. I, I, I'm going to hate me now. Don't do Wagner. <laughs> no, you, keep it you coming. Want some, I want to some Mozart. You yeah. want something that's easy on the air that your brain will comprehend because mm-hmm. all those chord changes you will, you'll get. Right. It. And easy. Mozart will sound very familiar to the average person yeah. as well, won't it? Mo- yeah. Mozart, Beethoven, all the really all, yeah. big composers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay. also go and see a show with. with, with Ladies leaping around in frocks—that's always fun. Good tip. Mm. Good tip. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna get into music. Well, now, no, let's go. We? I should say oh, one wait, show no, that no, we no. should go okay. uh, before we let Alison go is um, to go and see your show tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> it's what we should say is the show. That's the very important part mm-hmm. that I missed out. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> um, yeah, it's at Zadell, which is right near uh, off Piccadilly Circus. Um, uh, live at Zadell, if you want to Google it. Um, it's at seven o'clock um, in the Crazy Cock. C-O-Q. French cock. Yeah. <laughs> cock. Um, cock. And yeah, me and Melinda and a bunch of boys playing music and having fun and gossiping on stage. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Is it and is it loosely based? I noticed they they had the kind of a, 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 in the place of the two they had the Roman numerals. Yeah. Is it inspired by Soul to Soul at all? Oh no, we hadn't thought of that. Damn. No. <laughs> Can have that. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> stealing it, stealing it immediately. Now it's just it. She's a diva. She's an opera diva. Yeah. And I'm apparently a house diva. And it was diva to diva. Makes perfect off. sense. Yeah. It makes perfect. Well, you're not you're not a diva in every sense of the word because no, you're a lovely person. I'm at the lovely. Same time. You know what I mean? I, My I, I, told I can't me. imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine Mariah Carey being uh, like. <laughs> no, no. I, I started as a twirly, being told what to do. Go here, go here. Right. Stand, sit. You know, no, you can't. 
go for a pee <laughs> until we've finished the second run through. So I'm I'm fairly well be well, well behaved. Ah, you're great. You've been you've been one of our favourite guests. Yes. Oh. Um, so thank you so much for uh, coming in to chat to us about Diva to Diva, which is uh, tomorrow yeah. at the yeah. Crazy Cox uh, at Live at Zadell's just off Piccadilly Circus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get down to that. Tickets still available? There are some. Yes. Yeah. Get down to that, and um, also let people know where they can find you on social media so that they can keep abreast of everything you do. Oh well, there's um, on on the Twit. I am Alison Limerick One because somebody stole the first one. <laughs> How dare they? How I dare mean, they? I know. Um, and there it's it's Alison. Well, yeah, Alison Limerick on FB and on Insta. Yeah, this yeah. You'll nice find me. Yeah, as well, yeah. If there's know. a guy who's into football and he's called Alison Limerick, it's not me. <laughs> report him. Um, report and block. Oh, really? <laughs> That's what we do. We report and block. I'm going to be the first to do it. I'm going to report this guy and block him. <laughs> right? Even if he's actually called Alison Limerick. Don't care. Don't care. Shouldn't have been called that. I report and block his parents as well. You know, whoever named him. I know. Oh, but um, once again, and before you go, actually, yes, this is going to be the, a treat for all of us here. Would you do us the honour of mm. introducing this song for us? Uh, yeah. Yes. Which it's, song? This is Alison Limerick, and this is my song, Where Love Lives. Hand sanitizer. Don't know yeah. the hand sanitizer. <laughs> don't, don't know the Alison Limerick where love is. Yo, listen, that song is such a banger. It's the piano, isn't it? Uh, you you got to think, yeah. Huh? You've been running. Been running. He's bare out been running all over the gaff. He's bare out breath. <laughs> That's what happens when he hears a house tune. He has to go for a little run around the building. Had, no, had to go and dance in private. Do you know what's mad? Yeah, you got to think how many festivals I've been to since I've been into house music. Yeah, she made a song. So long ago, right? And it still gets rinsed timeless at shit. every single one now. Timeless, mad. absolute times. We've had two legends in a row on the Eminem show, mm-hmm. right? Speaking of which, here's our next guest. <laughs> <laughs> the next legends. Yeah, yes. exactly. Legend. The next legend. Keep the legends the rolling along. Yeah. Exactly. Make some noise for Andrew, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Not too bad, bro. Not too bad, man. We are all very well. You're looking very, very dapper. Do you know what? You're looking very in the kind of time of China Black, of Alison Limerick. You've okay. got a very nice... Um, yeah, like, a, you know, the, the dance era when, yeah. when, when like, say... Uh, um, Shabba Ranks was killing it. Uh, Take That were first coming through. Um, who else did we have... With that kind of really, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It was a kind of dance mixed with rock edge. Pato Banton did it for mm. me. Oh yeah, there we yep, go. Yep. There we go. Bitty McLean. I'm just going to shout out the name. Shout to Bitty McLean. Shaggy in the early days Shaggy, as well. Shaggy, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, how how are you? I'm good. I'm, yeah. um, I'm kind of enjoying this ap- apocalyptic frenzy that's going on now, to be honest. I, 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 hold on. Don't, yeah. ma- don't mention the actual word. You can't yeah. say the word. Or is okay, it's 50p yeah. fine. 50p fine. We're calling that it's, it's a pound fine. It's a pound fine. I won't from, say it. I won't say it. From, from uh, here on out, we're going to call it the Mexican beer illness. Yeah, the Mexican okay. beer syndrome. <laughs> Mexican beer syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, MBS. Um, but besides, besides that, I'm, I'm doing good. Good. I'm, doing, I'm glad it's sunny today. Yeah. I just got back from LA like five days ago. Ah. Oh. And I just Show came off. back to rain. 
Yeah. What, what were you doing out there making music? Yeah. 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 There's 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 got to be some sort. I've never I've never had the pleasure of making music out in LA. I visited it mm. once. Uh, didn't make any music out there. What is it about LA that? It's just where everyone is in terms of seems the, like the industry and stuff. I didn't yeah. actually work with anyone when I went over there. I just went over there to kind of get away from London. Mm. And so the weather's a good factor as well, because the it's always a, nice weather. Yeah, huge yeah. factor. Def, yeah. Definitely. Huge factor. factor. But yeah, you're, you're right. Back to a, usually you'd say back to dismal England, but it's actually a really nice day it today. A really nice day, yeah. Um, it, it, would you say that your um, your would you say that your music is more inspired by summer or winter? Um. Good question. That's a really good or, question. Or more question. playable in summer or winter because I, you know, you, you've you've got to have your playlists for yeah. the uh, colder months yeah, and true. for the warmer months. But where would you say yours fits? When should people be looking to play your music around Christmas or around Carnival? All year round. <laughs> it should yeah. it should be an all year round situation. Yeah, now. I think, it should I feel like it's a, a vibe for each each season. Yeah, but then you but then you can <laughs> tell that they've done that, innit? You don't want to hear jingle bells and steel pans on the same rhythm. No, true. One or the other. True. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'd probably say winter, to be honest. I like, I'm quite, I mean, I love the summer. Cuffing I'm season def- music. Yeah, yeah. I'm more, I'm, I'm probably a bit more darker than I would like to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's um, good for you, yeah. Mars, because you love a bit of, uh, of, of like, cosy playlist music. A little power ballad. I do love a bit of a power ballad, mm. you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's my thing, it's my thing. But we were just yeah. discussing uh, during Anna Limerick's song, uh, the karaoke choices, and you've both gone for some power, because Andrew, you yeah. said Whitney Houston, yeah. I Have Ooh. Nothing is his choice. Ooh, okay. Marcel, big one. big one, straight into a bit of meatloaf. Yeah, yeah it's a bit of meatloaf. That's your, that's your uh, song of no, choice, so, so, you're so, both overachievers. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, you, you got, it's, it's karaoke, you might as well try. Yeah, yeah. I go you for know? instrumentals during karaoke, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm really way out in left field. <laughs> <laughs> and make everyone think I'm gonna sing. He does, Ke- Girl, he does Kenny G. He plays the same as well. Yeah, I just air sounds. That's my karaoke. Sorted. Yeah, me. Um, no, what? So, um, cuffing season. That's you musically. But who are you mm. listening to? Is that who? Uh, who, who am I who listening is, to at the moment? Yeah, or, or who are your? You know, your your inspirations for for this uh, for this winter playlist music that you make. Um, mm. Do you know what? I've actually just been listening to a lot of um, jazz. So no artist like in particular. Mm-hmm. I've just been listening to like a series of like jazz music. Yeah. Um, I think I feel like that's just where my head is at the moment. Just kind of like everywhere. Like um, it just makes me relax, even though what's going on inside my head is like everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I've not really been listening to anyone in particular. I'm trying to think. Mood music is important, though. Yeah. I think I think you find that as you get older. When you're mm. when when I was younger, I used to take in, in uh, influence from like my what my older sister was listening to, mm. and then what my friends were listening to. When I finally got some friends, and now <laughs> now that I don't really like people anymore, um, and like to spend time by myself. Yeah, you're yeah. right. The, the the mood has to kind of dictate the type of music that you listen yeah. to, rather than like the the in thing or whatever, or the yeah the charts. As they uh, also as feel they like no one's really me. brought anything out recently, like over the last 
couple of months. I'm trying to think. Well, sometimes it feels like there's so much that, yeah. that there's nothing. I know Moses mm. Sumney's just brought out a new album. I'm yet to listen it's to that. It's very which good. Is very, very, Natalie very good. Natalie would know. That's always a yep. mood. Natalie would definitely know if anyone's yeah. brought out music, whether it's good <laughs> or bad. I do get told by everybody. <laughs> my, my phone goes crazy, obviously, at all times of day. I just get international texts. <laughs> all Got the artists. Out. I'm like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> Even dead artists are like, I'm about to release a posthumous <laughs> album. Tupac texted her in like yeah. 2000s. There's, there's some, some new shit coming out. <laughs> Listen out for it. Um, well, we should get into some music, yes. shouldn't we? Because so um, your music. Yeah. Would you do us the honour of introducing it? Yes. Um, this is Lost Cause, and my name is Andro. Beneath thy almighty wings... That was Lost Cause by Andro, who joins us in the studio right now. Love yeah. that. It's got, um, f- for me, it's got a, a kind of distinct sort of uh, early Prince vibe to it. Yeah, you, I was, a big Prince I was kind of getting that vibe as well. Like the, it was, it, like, like the, beat, the, the beat was loud, then the vocals were like, yeah, mm-hmm. there was like, yeah, Thank vibes. You. I appreciate who, that. Who was, on, who was on production duties for that? Um, me and a guy I work with very closely called Matthias Bowman. Do you see yourselves as a bit of a kind of a... Do, yeah. do you only really work with him? Yes, I've worked with him for a while now. And yeah. it's just when you find someone that really gets you and you yeah. deal with, like... Almost um, becomes yeah. Andro as, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. as a duo rather yeah. than mm. uh, a, a solo mm. artist, I guess. To some extent, yeah. 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 So uh, what, are, what are the plans for summer? For the summer, I'm, I'm just writing at the moment. Um, I am... We are looking into doing a few shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will have another song coming out which is yet to be decided <laughs> um, but yeah that's that's what the plans are this summer but before um, and, and before um, the sort of solo stuff started uh, to, to come through you, you toured quite extensively with Jungle I did right did that give you much insight into performing live or had you been doing that a lot before I'd been perform- performing, performing live like a lot before anyway but to that level yeah um, was definitely new um, to that like I mean Glastonbury and Coachella and all that yeah. were, like things that I never thought that I would um, be doing with Jungle right at the beginning and then it just kind of took off so quickly yeah um so yeah, that it, it's been it's been amazing. It's been a journey. And how, how did that affiliation come about? Was it a case of auditioning, or or you know your name being sort of? Um... No, I I have known Fraser who mm-hmm. plays guitar, uh, yeah. guitar and bass, and uh, he just asked me one day if I wanted to do some BVs for this new band <laughs> and he sent me some of the links and um, I liked the sound but I was a little bit like I mm, don't know if I want to be a, a backing singer right. um, <laughs> but uh, it didn't really manifest to be like that it was kind of like um, I mean if you've seen us play it's, it really is like a collective and um, so yeah and we sing all the songs all the way through mm. so um, yeah so we, will we not maybe even see you on stage with Jungle in the in, in the f- near future? In the future, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying no at the moment. They're writing the 
third album. Mm. So um, it's crazy that it's been that long, isn't it? Yeah. That they're yeah. on the third it, it album already, isn't it? <laughs> they have a different sound because you can hear someone now. You'd go, "That's quite like jungle." Like they've yeah. developed their own, managed to get their own sound, mm-hmm. and they did that straight away. I think yeah. that was really different mm-hmm. to anyone else. Yeah. Massive, yeah. Big, um, busy earning, like oh my gosh, uh, yeah. uh, it had a massive, massive impact, I guess, on on music. Especially, yeah, yeah you're right with that with that sort of familiar but new sound yeah. that they kind of brought Which through. Which other people have uh, uh, borrowed mm-hmm. since then other artists <laughs> that you're like, oh okay that sounds like that sounds like Jungle. Yeah, that absolutely. That, yeah. That's a good thing. So uh, where can people find you on social media? Um, my Instagram is Andrew Earth um, and on Facebook I'm Andrew Music Official. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you once again so much for coming through. Chat to us about the new music. Thank you for having um, me. We hope to hear more in the near future when you decide to uh, when you decide on the the release date. Yeah, you can clap now. <laughs> there we go. Andrew, ladies. Thank you. We're going to get into another song now. Uh, when we come back, we've got one more guest left, and um, game. and the game. Baby girl, just trying to have fun with it. That's Baby Girl by Bryce Vine. Um, produced by none other than Chad Hugo. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah Apparently, yeah. yeah. Of Neptune's, Neptune's fame. Neptune's, yeah. And N.E.R.D., mm-hmm. obviously. Um... Interesting, that one. Mm. I didn't, uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard I haven't heard Chad Hugo's name for a while. No, but you, of course, when you're like... I, it made sense to me when I heard it. I was like, yeah, it does sound a bit Neptune's, Neptune's production. There. I guess so, actually, mm. Being, mm. being 50% and all that. Um, we've got our last guest in the house right on the stroke of half... Pa- well, no, two minutes past the stroke. <laughs> you're late, bro, you're five. late, you're late. <laughs> I could <laughs> only see the 17 and the three, <laughs> so I just took a punt. <laughs> you're two minutes out, it's I'll fine. Ne- I'll it's never fine. gamble. I promise I will never gamble. Um, but, yeah, please, please, please make some noise for Lee Juggernaut. Hey, you pronounced it well. Did you I? Did it well. Oh! <laughs> I was Look like, what that. is he going to come out with today? But you did it well. I'm proud of you. Well, was that, was that bang on? Bang on. Oh, bang man. On. Really well. Amazing. And is that real name, No Gimmicks? No Gimmicks. That's an amazing the third name. person today that's asked me that. I was but in a new one. The, the juggernaut comes from. I, I learned about the origins of the word juggernaut. Go. And doesn't it. Is it. There's so many origins, it's a joke, but I, you might be on the is, right path. Are the roots South Asian? Yes. To the I believe word? so. Right. I, th- I think so. I think they are. I mean. My family, my parents are from Mauritius. Right. So I am ancestrally from India mm-hmm. and South Asian. So I presume it can only be like, but there's so many different interpretations of it. There's yeah. an X Men character. There yeah. is, but even his name, like, I think, is rooted in like a, a god or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then even the, the lorry the, the, that is called a juggernaut, the big truck, is named yeah. after a god yeah. rather than, you know, well, it couldn't be the other way around, didn't it? Let's name that god after a lorry. That would <laughs> never happen. But yeah, I think it is that way around, but I'm pretty sure it has a, uh, yeah, South, South Asian I'm very symbolic. Mm. You are a very, very <laughs> symbolic guy. But, um, you know, you've, you've um, so not only being a, a, a TV and radio presenter, right. you, you also do something else that's quite interesting that we'd love to know more about. I mean, you've got to have a day job. You've you got do to have to have a day job, but yours on, you is know. the most interesting one. I mean, it's it's very versatile. I mean, I from I've worked in the music music industry for like ten years, yeah. and kind of done artist management. And I started off kind of about ten years ago, 
slightly older now, but when I was in my early 20s, I will say, I did an internship for Sony. Mm -hmm. I actually went to uni, and anything that I did at uni is not relevant to what I'm doing now, but... It's the way it always goes. Always. always. I was even talking to someone yesterday. I was buying a TV, and they were like, I want to go to uni. I said, listen, make sure it's what you want to do, because if it's not, then it's just a complete waste of time. You're wasting your money, and we've experienced it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I certainly have. Yeah, or none of the things that I went to uni for many times and quit. Yeah. (laughs) I am doing now. I'm definitely not a philosopher. No, exactly. And I I studied modern language. I mean, French is my first language. So, I mean, it's it's it stayed with me. But then I went on to study law, and I had no. I didn't even want to do it. Mm. But I just thought I was graduating. I was like, oh yeah, everyone's doing a conversion course in law. I might as well do the same thing. And I did it. And I was like, I've always wanted to work in the media. I've always wanted to. I was passionate about music, passionate about TV, and kind of the music thing I started doing an internship at Sony when I was very young and you kind of climb up the ladder and blah 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 and then I, I am where I am now but I always think if you're going to do something creative and work in the media I you have to have something to fall back on so I started flipping houses when I was really, really young. <laughs> that is, that's the phrase, though, isn't it? That's the phrase. We were looking uh, I started for. flipping houses. And I don't know how that came about, but it did. And then I just realized, I was like, the first one I did was hard. And then I realized, oh, I'm, I'm actually okay at this. And then you realize, you know, you take a little bit of money out here, you put it there, blah, blah. I mean, I'm not the expert at it. Um, and you make mistakes as you go along. But that's how you learn, right? In anything. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So that's where we're at now, really. Yeah. So how how kind of um how 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 do you sort of switch off from you know Lee Juggernaut, the the presenter and and that to the guy flipping houses? How much of a business hat or a, a super professional hat do you have to put on? The thing is, I always think. I'm a creative person. I've mm. always been quite creative. I'm not, I wasn't very academic at school and I always kind of got in trouble. But it just wasn't for me. And I always knew that from a very, very young age. And so I always thought, there's a way of combining all your passions. You don't just have to be one and not be the other. Mm. So, you know, TV, um, first and foremost, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't really identify with anyone that looked like me on TV at right. all. And I'm yeah. sure you guys can relate to, yeah. to, to very, very similar Lenny things. Lenny Henry. Uh, about <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. For, for years. For and years. <laughs> that was the only one, you know. And it was kind of one of these things where like, I wanted to do that. And I knew I wanted to do it. But kind of growing up, I didn't really have the confidence to do it. And then as I started working in the music industry, I thought, okay, I could see a way. I got loads of experience from the different people that I was working with, just subconsciously, just being sat with people, you know. And then I thought, okay, well, I need to make a living. So the flipping houses came about. And then I just recently, I think I've developed the confidence in the last four years to just be like, there's a way of combining it together. Mm. So right now I'm kind of pitching a show and I'm working on a show. That's what I was going to Creating the TV stuff and and the property stuff together because... There is a gap in the market for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Know? So we Absolutely. all want to know how to do it on a budget because people our generation, I'm sure the, the listeners listening out there, we're struggling to get on that property, property ladder because everything is so bloody expensive <laughs> these days. You know what I mean? It's like everything costs. So how do we do it? Yeah. And you're absolutely right about having someone that people that that people can see reflected um, in themselves because you're right. You you know you watch daytime TV mm-hmm. about you know yeah, about houses. houses and all that kind of stuff, and, and you're not really relating to the people that are on the shows. Exactly, they're all like seventy or eighty yeah. plus. No offense, to anyone out there, but they're all old. You yeah, know? exactly. The only kind of person that looks anything like me will be Dion Dublin, I guess. <laughs> but he's bald, so I can't even relate. You know what I mean? 
It's mad. I used to get Dion Dublin and 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 what's the guy who done ready steady cook mixed up all the time. Oh, Ainsley. Yeah, mixed up all the time. From the top, they must. They look better the same in it. From a bird's eye view, they were like the OGs. They were the only ones that were around that during that time. This is the thing. This is the thing. So um, there is 100% a gap in my mind. I think it, because uh, all, another thing is that when I do, because I've got, I grew up with a lot of, um, you know, uh, f- friends from, you know, South Asia. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, brown. Yeah, brown skin people. And, um, and that, that, that seemed to be a thing that culturally was a, a thing. Flipping houses, you know, really? selling. Yeah, I, absolutely. Mm. And, I, and I feel that it, it's something that, like you said, people want to see you know yeah. represented on on screen i think representation is just first of all it's key for for people of color for people for any diversity you know whether you're whatever you are it's just we need to start seeing that reflecting mm. on tv and on film and stuff and you know i was even the last few weeks i've got a youtube channel not that i'm plugging it but i'm just do it know, mate that's I, what you're in for I'm, I'm, i talk about things on on youtube and on instagram and i think that's what social media is for it's like you know people call themselves influencers these days but if you're influencing the right thing mm. or even if one person is taking something away from it it's yeah. a good thing and i think you know you even look at the baftas and and things that have happened recently and the just the lack of diversity is so apparent mm. what they did to Meghan markle recently mm. and then the how the press hounding her there is just such a lack of representation for people like us that are diverse, that are just different, that have something to say. And I think it's about time that we all culturally and, and not, rather than like shouting at the problem, try and find a solution. You know mm. what I mean? Like yeah. saying that we can do it. You know, yeah, we're not absolutely. just a little tick in the box, but yeah. we can do it. No, you're absolutely right. So using right. our experience and putting it out there, I mm-hmm. think it can only be a good thing. I do feel we're strongly uh, against sort of shouting into an echo chamber for no yeah. reason it's just not going to get I you do anywhere. against the people thwarting the progress of people of color uh-huh. do you get what exactly. i'm saying i don't yeah. see the point of going on twitter and going there's none of this like what where you know what i mean how about some action you yeah. know what i mean if, you, if you've got a platform how about anything. just making something that you want to see rather about moaning about the lack of things that there actually are 100 percent, because it's not let's be honest you know we all look at the world it is now you know we want to we, we want to all be rich we want to have money we want to everyone wants something mm. but it's never going to come to you it's about you kind of taking a step forward and being like i can do it yeah and showing that you know you can make a difference out there whether it's a small step or not but by taking these little steps you can try and help one person or two people you know it might not be on a million scale that you want to do it initially but every little helps you know yeah, what I mean? so absolutely that's what i believe in what's what's your uh, what's your dream property my dream property yeah sort of like what type of what type of abode if you had if you had I don't know, an unlimited amount of money, right? And you could buy any type of house <laughs> in, in any location. Yeah. Where would you live? Do you know what? It's the, um, the guy that you had on previously. I think he mentioned LA. Mm. And uh, I do go there quite a bit. I've been yeah. there for work quite a lot. And I'd, I'd call that my second home. Mm-hmm. London will always be home. I love London. Mm. I love the people. I love the culture. It's, it's, we just can't escape it. You know, no matter where we go, London will always be home. Mm-hmm. But for me, California and LA does have a place in my heart because I think in terms of creativity, um, we're, we're allowed and we're able to be as creative as, creative as we want. Mm-hmm. We can be as diverse as we want. So I found like a home in LA because mm. everyone's so different. Everyone's so wild and kind of everyone's just focused on themselves. Mm. But you can really find your niche there. So I've seen, I mean, some properties that you've seen on television over there, they're insane. Silly, yeah. Like insane, yeah. silly, silly money. But I mean, I wouldn't be too ambitious and, and, you know, wish for something bigger than than what I could 
beyond my means but I think the land's there the architecture's there the design's there yeah. like London you're quite limited as to what you can do yeah so, you ain't yeah. gonna get a beachfront apartment in London <laughs> no. you know what I mean? um, on yeah, the banks I mean, the of the Thames maybe you can see a little tide yeah. a little tide yeah. sometimes yeah, you know I mean? they have a London beach in the summer they make, they make it they make they? it yeah but, what, in Brixton <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a rooftop scene yeah. Yeah. the Brixton bar uh, well I wanted to know because Marcel's advice for Marcel because he's recently bought a new property yes. um, Harry Potter's house yeah I bought four literally literally like I'm I need to I need to work out how to get rid of all the letters in the front room because they're just like <laughs> mad and mad letters. Pile up, they, they just pile yeah. up. It's mad, like it's mad because I I moved. Well, I was working on the property that I did, and the rest in peace. But the old guy died in there. I don't, hopefully he didn't die in there, but he, it'd been about two or three years. Mm. And when I walked in, the amount of letters that were in there was insane. I'm like, how much how much correspondence does someone get? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but real talk, it's. So a lot more after you're yeah. dead by the sounds yeah, of exactly. <laughs> you have died you've have got you died? so much money <laughs> you died mate there's no one to return them to the centre you know what I mean so you've just bought a place and you're doing it somewhere up no like literally he like, posted it on his social I saw that you did yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I was know. like did he actually buy it or did he well, not no, he bought the house he's like crazy I didn't understand it because I have no I have no interest in either reading a children's book or watching a children's film I agree with you shots fired JK shots fired don't hate on Harry Potter it's a situation JK so when I saw that post, I was like, oh, so you bought a new house? And you're like, no, it's thought. Harry Potter. I'm like, who's that? So I have no idea. But nah. congratulations. Look, it could happen. <laughs> it Make could it happen. Do you know what I mean? Because it's owned, isn't it? Is, is it not actually owned? I think it's an actual house. It is. No, is there's, it? A, there's, there's a house in Watford, but the, but the house that we was at was actually in the set. It's part of the set. That's a bit less interesting, I guess. Was it real? Yeah, you could walk through it. And it's actually like the film. And it's actually like the film. They got the letters in in on, in in the living room. Yeah, flying around. Wow. Dobby's, Dobby's been in this wardrobe. Yeah, you know what I mean. Upstairs. I was in there. Maybe buy something on Sesame Street next. I don't know. Ooh. Seems to be like up your street, doesn't it? Oh, the wow. kids just me. I'd, I'd, I'd pay. I pay. I pay. No, but the thing is, they named they named the street Sesame Street. Now I'd be more Don't get twisted. After Sesame Street in New York, I think they there is a street. I always thought there was. They named after. All right, now I see. I see how you're moving. That's fine. Yeah. But different generations. But it's different generations. Yeah, it's different generations. But the, uh, didn't, didn't the the residents of the house in Love actually complain quite recently because people still keep coming to is the that house. Is that Notting Hill? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, is it? Which which is the house? The, the house one? where they got the cards outside. Yeah, where Chiwetel I mean, Jif, Well, no, no. Well, he's inside. He's Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley comes to the door. Yeah. So apparently the owners of that house keep having people come in and knock in the door and with cards. <laughs> no, because they do. You know, there's a. I've never seen it, but the film Notting Hill. Yeah, yeah. And a, um, I live around there, and ironically, there's a donut shop that I love right next door to it. But there's right. a bookstore called. I think it must be the Notting Hill Bookstore. Mm-hmm. I never know. I've never known what it's actually for, but the, you, the amount of people that take pictures there on a daily basis. Oh, that's right. why I swear um, Hugh Grant works in the film. Hugh Grant works oh. in that. And, oh, and is that Julia, the actual one? Then Julia Roberts so comes in. They meet in. They meet in the shop. Yeah. Right. Like, so Richard Curtis um, lives in Notting Hill, which is why he bases all bastard, his, for all his films in that bastard. area. Yeah. <laughs> Not willing to travel. Like, that was his. That's his job ad. Yeah. Looking for a directorial job. Not really willing to travel. <laughs> just step out of my house and like, yeah. action. <laughs> this looks good. Yeah, we'll just shoot it. But um, we've got a game. We have, but let's go to a quick song so I get yes. ready for it. And then right, when we come I'm, back, I'll we have got excited. a game for you.
the game already. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. was Purging Dark by Ellison 404 uh, and while that was playing Natalie and our guest Lee Juggernaut North were having a fight a <laughs> Natalie got very fight. heated she got very heated about whether or not Eminem was miming at Reading Festival on let us know what you think on Twitter the organisers came out of Reading and said look I don't know where this has come from he absolutely is that's how you know he was his if the organisers come out says he wasn't yeah, then he definitely you know. would go out and tell him I wasn't he did the same thing at Coachella last year I think I was miming. I think it might have been to do the fact that I coughed while I was rapping. <laughs> <laughs> well, none of you are winning song. the game. So, so far, Marcel's the only one that hasn't said bad about him. So, Marcel wins the game. End of the show. Thank you. Wherever. Marcel took it to Twitter. Anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do, that's, I do. that's the good news. The bad news is that we've all lost it. But at least okay. we've got one. No, Marcel hasn't lost. He's won again. <coughs> Thank you. I okay. appreciate that. Winner, winner, winner. <laughs> well, Lee. Yes. This is a game called Jugger North or Jugger South. Oh, you see what I, she like did there? That. I like that. I like That's that. That's bars, motherfucker. The truth none of y'all would know about. Uh, I'm going to play you a clips of two music artists. I just want you to write down which of these artists is more Jugger North than Jugger South. So, which who, who is North basically in the latitude line? Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, okay. I don't <laughs> know. Right this is you. a hard game. Well, where they're from? Guess. Well, I'm going to play you too. I'm going to tell you all this information. Should we just get should we get cracking? Yes. Okay? Let's go. He doesn't mind. So, like a bird or Madonna, who is from Bay City in Michigan. Oh, I see where we're going. And okay. Kanye, who is, of course, from Chicago in oh, Illinois. Shit. Midwest. But who is more north out of the two of those? Oh. Wait, where's um, Madonna from? She's from Michigan. Michigan. Same, Detroit. Same place as Eminem. Yeah, Detroit. Well, she's from Bay City, she's from Detroit in Michigan. But but let's look at Michigan as a as a place. Michigan versus or Illinois. Chicago. Yeah. You're the most likely to have a good geography of the uh, United States of America. Mm. Gotta get some answers there. Right? Everything got some written down? Yeah. Okay, here we go, number two. You used to call me on my cell phone. I'm so bad at geography. So she- I am oh, too. I know, I know. 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 Yeah. Oh wow! So now we're going. Oh, I see what you did. We're moving on. Oh, because Drake's from yeah, 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 both yeah. Canada. But right? who yeah. is Drake is from Toronto, yeah. uh, Ontario, and Celine is from Charlemagne in Quebec. Oh, okay. Oh, Which Jesus. one is more north, more jugger north? Which one is okay. more jugger north? Mm, Celine or Drake? We all got something. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's number three. Oh, man, wow. Oh. Aretha is from Detroit, <laughs> Michigan. Missy is from Jacksonville in North Carolina. Okay. North Carolina. North Carolina. Carolina. North Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you say it properly. North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Missy or Aretha who is north you all got something I say a little prep out yeah okay oh okay oh. Philly oh. oh Philly's in the house Miami then when we go on the army oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith is of course from Philadelphia in Pennsylvania and Christina is from New York <laughs> 
New York. Oh, Philly or New York. They're, they're both so close. They're very they close. They're very close. close. So close. Wow. So they're close. very close. Which one is more north? Hmm. Do we, does anyone win anything? If we win? Uh, you win... Um, Bragging rights. You win that bit of paper okay. that you're writing on. We introduce so. you to John Humphreys as well. Yes, we do. Yeah. You don't yeah, get yeah. to be your mastermind, but we'll introduce no. you to okay. John. Okay. So what, you All win right. another house. We'll give you a house. We'll give you Marcel's house. Okay, Marcel. If you can flip four private drive, like... Oh, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, Hang on, listen. We'll do it together. Let's talk. Okay. Right, number five. <laughs> wow! Of all the Robin songs you could have picked, this one. Can't see me. <laughs> Robin, show me love. She is from Stockholm in Sweden. Lenny Marlin is from Tromso. Definitely not how you say it. From Nor- in Norway. <coughs> oh, Norway. Or Sweden. Norway versus Sweden. Norway v Sweden. What's the second person's name? Uh, Lenny Marlin. Not, I'm not. I'm using her. Robin or Marlin. Is it Robin or is it Marlin? We got something. I'm going for Robin. No, listen, don't be bewitched by this, this little There's only two choices, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you definitely haven't. We'll, we'll know listen. if you're trying to bluff. Actually, <laughs> and you definitely are. You definitely are. What do you think? Not that one. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say. I need some answers. Uh, Lee, did you put Madonna or did you put Kanye? For North. Yeah, who was North? Madonna. Okay. Marcel? I put Madonna. Okay. I also put Madonna. You are correct. Yeah. Madonna. Hey. She's 43 and he's 41. What? What does that mean? I don't know, but let's move That's on. No, 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 no one knows what this means. Okay, uh, Drake or Celine? Who did you have? I put Celine. Celine North. What did you go for? Wait, so you're cheating because you so should have just answered now. <laughs> no, it's yeah. written down. Celine Dion. Okay. It's literally okay. written down. Correct. It is Celine. Okay, good. She's, she sounds more northern. She's 45. <laughs> Drake's 43. Yeah. She yeah. sounds more northern than them. Do you know what I mean? Right, I'd love to know what these numbers are. I don't know. What, what, what was the number for her? 40, 43. 43. Is it no, latitude? She's yeah, that's something like that. But Must still, it's latitude. not very clear. Anyway, Aretha. It is latitude. Aretha or Missy? Missy, 100%. Missy. Aretha. Missy, Missy North. Should it, Marcel knew it. It was it Detroit was or no, South. Who did you say? Did the you South, say? North Carolina. Oh, no, no, I did it the wrong way around. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go again. What I did you say? Missy, Missy or came from the north. You said Missy. I yeah. said Missy was further I north. Said, you said Missy. I said Aretha. Yeah, yeah okay, you are right. It is Aretha. Yeah, it is I, Aretha. I, I got it the wrong way around. Aretha is 42. Missy is 34. Right. Uh, Will or Christina? <laughs> Will or Christina? Will. Christina. Will. Christina. Christina is correct. Wow. It is Christina. Yeah. She's 40. Will is 39. Who knew that they were different ages? Uh, anyway, Robin or Lenny? Lenny or Robin? Lenny Marlin. I Lenny went Marlin. Lenny Marlin. Yeah. Lee? Robin. I should have gone for Lenny. Yeah, the clue was in Nor. Yeah, Norway and Sweden. 69 Southwest, she is. Lenny's, Southwestern. Lenny's 69. Robin is 50. I think if my maths... Well, I don't know. Lee, I've got two. My, my, one, two, got three, two. four. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah, that's that's shocking. Don't worry, though. Because it's a bonus. Oh, I'm good at bonus questions. Can we just take take note that I did get all five? Thank you. Fair play. Fair play, Mark. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mark. So on this one, it's write it down and show me it's winner takes all. Okay? You played yourself. Okay. Ice Tizzy. Mm-hmm. Yo, homeboy. You played yourself. I know you still living your life. Oh, Puffy. Ice T is from Newark in New Jersey. Oh. And P Diddy is from New York, New York. That is tight. It's tight. Very I tight. Like this is a, I thought like this is a, a trick question. No. Well, it's not. I'm going to oh. take a punt. Okay, wait, hold uh, on. New, yep, Jer- okay. New Jersey. See what, Jersey see what Michael Shore. Payne's got. What uh, you got, Marcel? The Shore or... Oh. Show, me, show me what you got. Atlantic City. Ice-T North. Okay, my, well, Marcel, I still write it. I imagine he's I'm got the same now. 
Well done, Lee and Michael. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Um, same, same. Well done. Ice tea, uh, ice tea is you four forty so seventy two. You know, and then. Uh, yeah, I think one. yeah, Jersey's isn't Jersey. it? A bit further north, just than, slightly, because uh, it's all New York State. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. I was thinking about the coast, then, because I was thinking like like it's probably going to be like a bit, bit warmer down the, down right. down by the south, <laughs> isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I'm, well, I'm I'm thinking of like London and Brighton. Mm. It's close, but Ice T does it. Ice T does it. Ice T does it. Yes, he does it. He does it. Well, on, well, that, on that winning note on that winning note it's on been a very winner. eventful show thank you so much to all our guests Errol Reed from China Black Alison Limerick mm. Andro Andro and Lee Juggernaut who's with us right winner now yeah, yeah. as we close the show um, we'll be back next week mm. For real. and uh, we're going to leave you with this absolute fucking banger of a tune by Lioness One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, it's the temperate you, commandments what? <laughs> I feel like I'm highly qualified to talk about the subject. That was one. Thank you, guys. That was very interesting. You've been listening to a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com.